let's go. Let's, let's, let's go. Okay. Okay. So welcome to another episode of Black Girl Fly. I'm your girl, Tanisha Nicole. And I'm Tashana Dixon. And today we're going to be talking about insurance. The dreaded insurance. All the things insurance. But just before we get started, I have to say, I have never heard anyone talk about insurance. No one likes it. It's not sexy. Not sexy at all. Because no one wants to pay for insurance. Like, you don't want insurance until you need it. Yeah, you're right. I'm like... You're right. Otherwise, it's just an annoying expense. But but to that point, though, I think because of that, because you know it's only being used when you need it and you don't really... You're in crisis at that point, usually. You don't really appreciate it. But it holds so much value. Yeah, definitely. And not all insurances are created equal, though. Not in the slightest. We're going to talk about that, too. What in your portfolio do you think has been the most important insurance? Um, um, what things have I had go wrong? So car insurance has been a big one. And I wouldn't say that I had a personal experience because I don't think I've ever really got, well, I've probably gotten into two small I'm like, accidents. hold up. I'm like, oh, on cars? Yeah, on, on cars. cars. Okay. Yeah. But I actually had a friend. <laughs> I'm not going to say any names because I think that so this may not be legit, but... <laughs> She was in that mindset of insurance is just extra bill and I don't want to pay for it. And so she actually got into a car accident and she reached out to me. And she's like, look, I got in a car accident. I don't want to report it because my car is like she like hit a deer or something like that. And it was bad. Like her car was totaled. And then she was like, I need it now, though. Let me try to put it in place. And I feel like we do that with everything, like life insurance. Mm -hmm. Like, we don't go with life insurance. And then you see these GoFundMes. So life insurance, I think, would be a big one, too. Like, I I really think that in mom's death, we were able to get a life insurance policy. And just knowing that that was coming, Mm -hmm. like, the whole situation was less stressful. Yeah, it gave us a little bit of peace of mind. For sure, for sure, for sure. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. And I mean, she didn't have a ton of expenses after her death. I mean, and she didn't want her death to be a burden on anyone. So I also think, you know, and different cultures do things differently. So, you know, some people want to go out and spend $20,000 on a funeral. Yeah. I'm like, listen. But but I mean, even like, I mean. Put me in a box. We did a cremation. (laughs) Putting you in a box still at least costs five grand. I mean, put my ashes in a box, girl. (laughs) Okay, your ashes in a box (laughs) still can cost two grand. I mean, they can, but they don't have to. I think the minimum is like a thousand, though. We did not pay a thousand. It was like eight ninety, and then when you got the urn. (laughs) I mean, so to me, that's not a lot of money. When I compare what so we spent i don't a, know what we spent so but. i think it's a lot of money considering like the grief that is going on and then everything else that could be happening well so this is the i guess this is the part where i'm like i'm a huge proponent of the person who you know may be passing like them having their stuff in order yeah. so if you have an emergency <laughs> fund in place that to me could cover six it. to nine months of your, you know, of your expenses should cover any. But, but we're being realistic. Like most people don't have that. Well, I, I think I, our real realities need to change. They, they do, <laughs> but we have to get there. Yes. yes so, so I yes. mean, there's studies now that tell you that 70% of people walking around don't have a thousand dollars. Yeah. Just sitting yeah. there. And yeah, I think they also say like, they would have to cover an emergency with a credit card, yep. right? Ma- majority yep. of people. Yeah. And so I want to make sure that we're grounded in reality. 
we weren't too far <laughs> from no, being we in that yeah. statistic. So I, I think it is important. So insurance is important for that reason as well. Sure. Getting back to it, health insurance. Mm-hmm. Health is expensive. Yo. So like, wow. Like when mom was going through chemo, mind you, she was on social security. So they told her, Hey, you're terminal. This is it. Mm-hmm. You can't really work. And chemo treatments, like scans and the injections and, and all of that stuff was so expensive. Wow. And, and it was all covered. No, it was it not all covered. covered. So wow. when she was she was on Social Security, so Social Security would cover like 80%, and then she had this 20% copay. Mm-hmm. And we were, like, in the beginning, we were GoFundMe. Mm-hmm. That was us. Yeah, we didn't we have did. an option. We she did was, have a GoFundMe. Yeah, she was on Social Security. And she was young, so we didn't think, you know, at 50, you're going to need some medical expenses covered, like, like big some ones. some expensive ones. Yes. Yeah. yeah, and I would say... So I know you you had an instance a couple years ago with the whole medical insurance with your daughter. Oh, when I had her? <laughs> Dude. No, I wouldn't oh. even talk about that. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh so I, yeah, so now that I'm thinking about it, I got a quite a few medical, oh, medical That's how I was like, I'm pretty sure you got some stories <laughs> you know, there. I forgot about my medical um, instances, but so, two things. So when I had my daughter, I was like, oh, I got a good job. We got benefits. And mm-hmm. so in, in childbirth, they sent me a bill and I was like, yes, you know, I can cover it. I paid it real quick i was like yes done and then the next month they sent me another bill that was like the same and it turned out they had divided the expenses i went in and had gave birth but they gave me a bill for me and then they gave me a bill for my daughter oh what (laughs) and i was like got two bills why did they do that she came we were one when we got (laughs) two when you left you were two when you left um so so that was another thing so i didn't i I would have to say from medical even i had insurance at the time but even the adult like pocket costs, like planning mm-hmm. for that, use FSAs, HSAs, right. and kind of prepare for that because there is this extra expense outside of mm-hmm. your monthly premiums and things that you're paying for your insurance. Yep, yep. But then the next thing that happened is after I left, so this is the period where I left my employer and I actually, I was trying to be responsible. Mm-hmm. And so I purchased private policy just for me and my daughter. In the meantime, I had just started my job and I was in that grace period where you're not covered for like the first 60 days or whatever. And so my daughter burned herself and it was really like bad. It was probably uh, two in the burn category. And so this happened. It was I just it was busy. I was by myself and we were just rushing. And my daughter grabbed something off the counter that I just pulled out the microwave and it like spilled all over her arm. Mm-hmm. and she was burned and so me in in mommy mode just i swooped her up i mm-hmm. covered it as fast as i could and i took her to the nearest place which was a urgent, urgent care, care. Mm-hmm. yeah urgent care and so we got there and the urgent care was like uh this is a bit above our pay grade <laughs> uh go to the hospital <laughs> and so i'm like swooped her up again we run to the hospital and we sit in the hospital for like 20 minutes and we get to the people and they're like you need to take her to the burn unit and they're like so here's where it got complicated they were like i had my other daughter with me as well they said we can take her to the burn unit which is an hour away it was like mind you at this point it's like nine ten o'clock at night Mm -hmm. but only you can ride in the ambulance 
And I was like, what am I? Ambulance? But I was like, what am I going to do with my other daughter who's like four? Right. <laughs> well, I can't leave her. And they're like, well, you could just take her yourself. We don't, we're not supposed to recommend it. But, you know, if you don't have child care. I'm right. Like, like what? <laughs> <laughs> and so I wow. took her, like drove, I just scooped her up. <laughs> Got in the car again. Well, this time the hospital did clean it a bit for me. Um, But we went to, but it was just, we were in the back. They were just like, here, let's rewrap it. And so we went to the, the burn unit, which was an hour away. And we were there through to the next day. And they actually did all the cleaning and, and everything they're supposed to do for her, her, her burn. But I got a bill later. You want to know how many bills I got? (laughs) So at the time we had insurance but it was insurance like that I prayed for for myself. I now know that the insurance wasn't great in coverage, but uh, not for something like this. But so the urgent care sent me a bill and that bill was pretty reasonable. It was like, oh, we just wrapped you. So it was like 75 bucks. I got bill from the hospital who told me to go to the burn unit and they wanted four to five grand. <laughs> And I was like, but you guys didn't care for her. (laughs) You told me to go somewhere else. You guys didn't even drive. I drove. And they said that at the hospitals, they don't charge for actually treatment. They charge on the severity of the reason you came in for. Wow. And then the people who actually fixed her, they charged me like five grand. Wow. (laughs) And I was like. Dang, my deductible was like nine. Mm-hmm. And so I ended mm-hmm. up paying the 75 at the urgent care. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm going to skip this hospital for right now because y'all didn't do nothing. And mm-hmm. I paid the, the, the burn, burn unit. unit first. And then I ended up paying some, uh, the rest of it or my to meet my deductible to the hospital. But I was really upset about that. Yeah. And it was, crazy. I was like, if I would have known that, I would have made different decisions. What would you have done differently? So the people at urgent care told me it was severe. But I was like in my panic, Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, I just go here. I didn't know. Like, I didn't think burn unit. I probably would have just skipped the hospital hospital burn unit. So would you change anything on the financial side, though? Would you have changed the type of insurance or the amount you had in deductible? Yeah. So I think it's about preparation. Mm -hmm. So in that instance, I wasn't prepared for that deductible amount. So I should have, I would have lowered my deductible, which would have caused me to pay more monthly until I saved up an emergency fund to actually be able to cover a deductible of nine grand. Yeah. And that just for the folks who might not be familiar with that language, a deductible is the amount that you're responsible for covering before the insurance will kind of kick in and take over the rest of the cost. And there's usually like some percentage or something after that, I think of a split between the insurance and you. Yeah, most common it's like 80 20, mm-hmm. 10 90, somewhere and, in there. And the split will depend, I mean, will determine how much your monthly will be. Like if they have a larger split, you may pay yep. more monthly. And, you know, you can fluctuate on the actual amount of the addux- deduction, and that will also impact your monthly cost. Yeah. So, like, I guess what I'm saying, if you guys hadn't caught on, is insurance is important. It would have cost, mm-hmm. you know, when I think about this, I also think about the bankruptcy statistics. Like, everyone associates bankruptcy with 
people being frivolous, people mm-hmm. going out buying things. But actually, the largest number of bankruptcy relate to having medical expenses yeah. that people yeah. didn't account for. So most more bankruptcies are filed because of that yeah. and not having the proper coverage. So yeah, which is real. I mean, I haven't. I've had a couple of medical things, but nothing, nothing as substantial as that. I think for me, the most important thing on the medical side was when I was transitioning to becoming an entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. And like, I was so afraid because everyone talks about how getting, yeah, you know, (laughs) these benefits that you get at your good job, your good nine to five are like, you know, the heaven on earth. (laughs) I I think that's a great point. I I was so scared. Yeah. I've met so many people. I do have to say this. Uh, So I I talked a bit about how I used to consult. I had someone who I was working with who they literally were making. So their full-time job, their nine to five was school teacher. Mm -hmm. And so they were making like 50, 50 grand a year as a school teacher. But over the, like a course of like five years, they built other businesses. They had like real estate. They had like a daycare center. They Mm -hmm. had like other things that were going on. And in those other businesses, they were making over 200 grand. And I was like, why are you holding on to this job? You're spending a large portion of your time with this job and it's not your most profitable space. And they're like, man, I need them benefits. And it was more than a nine to five. It had a lot more obligations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So with the school teacher, they were actually Mm -hmm. also a coach. Mm -hmm. And so literally it wasn't just the the school time, but it was traveling, coaching, the after school, before school practices. Mentoring your kids. Yeah. And I was like, you need to cut that out. And, Mm -hmm. And I really had to. It was interesting to me because even at that level of making a substantial income, they were still tied to this concept of benefits. And I was like, you know, you could buy these on your own, right? Yes. <laughs> and actually, the state that we were talking about, the school teacher benefits were horrible. Mm. And so we actually found out when we started to look at it that it was going to be cheaper to not get those good benefits through yeah. the school and, and do your do their and own do your own. Yeah. And that's exactly what I found out on yeah. my own. You know, at first I I had switched over to Cobra, which I think you can have it up to 18 months after you leave a job. It's basically the same insurance that you have with that job, but you're now paying for it on your own. So whatever portion your employer was paying into that, they are no longer paying. And now you're responsible for the whole amount. And you know, when I first got the bill, it was like three something, like three fifty probably. Mm-hmm. And I was like, it's kind of high, but like I could actually, you know, I could do that. And so I did. But it wasn't until my sister, she pushed me to like look into the private insurance. I got quotes, you know, for the relatively same quality of insurance, you know, similar deductible, similar coverage. It was literally half the price. Yeah. And yeah. I was and, like, and so I do wanna- oh, my gosh. Just putting in a note for all the listeners, it is dependent on like your health yep. um, and known ailments and things like that. So it, it could vary. And your but, status, like, you know, are you single, kids, dependents? Yep, yep, yep. But it is important to check it out. One of the messages that I hope you guys are hearing loud and clear in our podcast is do your research. Yeah. There are options out there. Your employers have these opportunities for you yeah. just because they're in a marketplace, which means yep. that they're also available to you in a marketplace. But they're right. So there are entrepreneur marketplaces. And the other part that I love is that you can write it off as a business Amen. Amen. <laughs> so even, you know, even if it's $100 or whatever the amount is like, it's you're basically going to pay that with pre-tax dollars. So 
I don't know. That's super reasonable. Like when I count the cost of like keeping a job that I hate versus paying, you know, hundreds of dollars. Not only that, I know we're talking about insurance, but even with retirement plans and things like that, Mm -hmm. it could actually be more beneficial in the way that you structure it from a tax perspective. If you're self-employed. Yeah, so while yeah. we're thinking, oh, we got good benefits mm-hmm. at these jobs, you got to know that you got options too. And, and you can replicate those benefits for your own you And know, do it to fit your specific scenario, which may be better than an organization who's trying to really cover their own desires and, and get. Yeah. And it's like it. cookie cutter. Most yep. of the time you can't, you have no flexibility to change that. So yeah, there is a lot to talk about insurance. <laughs> we just scratched the surface. What I mean, do you want to delve into any of our other topics or save it for the next round? Yeah, I think we'll save it for a round, but we want to really talk about the different types and, and, and what it is that they offer and, and kind of some differences there and from our personal experience of what, what we dealt with. But I think we're good. All right, y'all. So until next time, I'm your girl, Tanisha Nicole. And I'm Tashana Dixon. And, and we, we are Black Girl, Girl Fly. Fly.